Uh, good evening, everybody. This is the iBug Buzz for Monday, August 31st, 2020. Last day of August. So glad to have everybody with us that has called in tonight on our conference call. And welcome also to those that are listening to this via our recording and podcast. Uh, we are, this meeting is open to anyone wanting to become more familiar with the iOS devices, iPhones, iPads, iPod Touches, Apple TV, Apple Watches, and it's just a basic Q&A help session, and we have People just ask any, pretty much any kind of questions related to the iOS devices. A uh, couple of rules that we want to observe. Uh, first, we don't use the uh, raise hand feature on Zoom. We ask, we ask you to uh, say your name, unmute, say your name, wait to be recognized by one of the uh, facilitators tonight, it'll be me, Michael, or Sandhya. And then to, the other rule is to, once you've uh, asked a question or answered a question, we'd like for you to wait and give others a chance to ask a question. And then also please everyone stay on mute whenever you're not speaking. Uh, to mute yourself, if you're on a PC, that's Alt-A, Mac, uh, Command-Shift-A. On a iPhone, the mute button is down on the bottom left corner. If you're on an iPad, it's at the top near the center. And I think that's all the devices. Uh, we have a number of people on the call tonight and we're gonna go around in a little bit and have everybody introduce themselves. Uh, first, I'm going to, I'd like to uh, do a few announcements. Uh, this week is kind of an off week, not a whole lot going on, but we do have uh, our Trekkie Talk coming up this Thursday evening, 8 p.m. And that, that we are beginning the third season of the Next Generation TV series. And so we are watching the first two episodes of season three. And still got time to watch those and come join us Thursday evening at 8 p.m. Central on this very same Zoom conference line. Uh, we will watch those and then come together and discuss those two episodes. Uh, then Friday night is our very popular Friday night at the virtual movies. And uh, we'll wait until halftime and reveal what 
the uh, movie selection for this Friday is. So stick around for that. Ways to keep up with us, uh, you can always go to our website, which is ibugtoday.org, I-B-U-G-T-O-D-A-Y dot O-R-G. And there you can find information regarding, you know, all the uh, upcoming uh, events, both training and social related events. You can also join our Facebook group page, which, which is facebook.com slash groups slash iBugToday. You can also follow us on Twitter. That's at iBugToday is the handle there. And then finally, if you just want to uh, email us, you can always email us at ibugtoday at gmail.com. That's just ways you can keep up with what's going on with iBug. Uh, I did forget to mention we are, uh, we have a book club and we're currently reading a book called Sandia, remind me what book we are reading. The book is called The Curious Charms of Arthur Pepper, and it will be on September 10th. It'll be on this same Zoom conference line as our, all of our conferences are going to be on this same conference line, so that makes it easy. Uh, and it's a seven-hour book, and it's by Fedra Patrick, and the DB number is 85,718. So we'd love for you to join us for that. And uh, just, we've, it shouldn't take too long to get through that book. And uh, please join us. All right, thanks, Sandhya. Always want to say the book is Curious George for some reason. No, no, that's not right. Yes. All right, no. so let's see. I think I've got all the announcements. Uh, I think we are good to have people set up where they can uh, unmute themselves and we'll go around the line and have everybody introduce yourself. Uh, say your name, where you're from. And if this is your first time joining us, let us know that too, please. Mark in Montreal, I'm an old timer here. Welcome Mark. Susan Sumler from Houston. This hey, is Susan. Herbie in Houston. Right and Stephen from Colorado Springs. Welcome. Jessica Bigert from Murray, Kentucky. Rahil Ahmed from uh, Albany, New York. This is Cameron Rose from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. This Jerry is Sarah. Hosting. Oops. Go ahead. Sarah <laughs> from Vermont. Jerry Hogan, San Antonio, Texas, and uh, I was supposed to leave August the 19th to Romania, but until October, but that canceled because of the COVID ban. Um, All right, thanks, Jerry. We're just introducing ourselves now. Next. Linda from Humble. Terry from Houston. Welcome, Terry. 
Carol from Houston. Welcome, Carol. Hi. Jake from Michigan. Hey, Jake. Hello. Nancy Stevens from Bend, Oregon. Yay, Nancy. Roy Eubanks from my backyard in Fort Worth, Texas. Welcome back, Roy. Currently unmuted. Rahil from Albany, New York. Welcome, Rahil. Frank from Missouri City. Hey, Frank. Kelsey from Cleveland. Welcome, Kelsey. Chanel in Houston. And welcome, Chanel. This is David from Houston. Okay, welcome, David. This is Sandia from Houston. I don't get a hey, way, what, nothing? Welcome, Sandia. Welcome, Sandia. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just got my one feeling hurt. Okay, sorry, I'll go back on mute. Okay, go ahead. I was Anybody trying else? to think of a joke, but I couldn't. Yeah, something fast enough. Go ahead. Anybody else want to say any, hello? Any others out there that want to introduce yourself? Freddie yeah, from Galveston County. Freddie, welcome. Thank you. Oops. Beth from Alamogordo, New Mexico. Welcome, Beth. I'm not a first timer here, but um, I've been coming for about a month, maybe. Yeah, glad to have you back. Anybody else? Okay, and again, I'm Michael, and I'm in here in Houston, and they let me play on this line about once every quarter, so that's why I'm here facilitating tonight. All right, so I don't think we had any first timers, did we? No, Jessica, I think has been here before, I believe, right, Jessica? You were on another, were you here in the Monday night call before? Um, yeah, I came on last week's call. Okay, all right, so she's a two-timer. Uh-oh, yeah. I don't want to call her a two-timer. Welcome yeah. back, Jessica. Okay. Thanks. All right, so... We are now, I think, ready to open it up for questions. Susan? So, all right, go ahead, Susan. Yes, good evening. Um, <clears throat> I have been having problems. I don't know anything about notifications. Uh, so it's concerning my iPhone and iPad. And I really don't know anything about them, but a lot of times, and it's getting, whereas most of the time when someone sends me a message, it comes as a notification. And sometimes I can get it, sometimes I can't to open it to read it. But, but I don't like that. Why, why is it sometimes it comes as a text message, which I would rather have instead of a notification? Uh, because like I said, uh, I don't even know how to get out a notification anyway. I always had to shut my phone off. But uh, it's get where most of the time someone sends me a message, it goes into a notification message and trying to get to it is nearly impossible. But 
Is there a way to stop it from doing that and that it will only be a text message to go into messages and look at it? Okay, anybody would like to answer Susan's question? Jerry. Okay, Jerry. I, I would go into setting, I guess, go to notification, go to message, messaging and uh, turn it off. Do not accept uh, notification, uh, the voice itself. Yeah, but see, they'll be cutting everything off. So I don't think that would be good. Uh, I think the text messages are turning into notifications. That's no, what think, it appears. I think Jerry then, was saying, Jerry was saying it, you actually go to <clears throat> under the notifications, the messages app and the notifications for it and turn it off, just the messages app. This you is can me. end this is her you can How do you do that? How do you, I didn't even know messages has a stuff yeah, like that. All, all, you have all your setting in there, notifications, turn off alert, weather, any disaster, tornado coming, you, at the end, you can you can turn oh, off. Oh yeah, I thought I thought Mike was saying uh, uh, messages itself has the settings. Okay, but I just I just want it all to go into text messages because when I go into text messages after that notification, it isn't there at all. This is Herbie. Okay, hang on, Nancy. I heard Nancy speak up first, and then Herbie. Okay, um, this is Nancy. Um, you can you can turn off the notifications under settings. Um, like Jerry was saying, also you can swipe down when the notification pops up, it says dismiss and double tap on it and then it won't talk. So, um, but so the message is the message, I'm sorry, the notification isn't going into messages and your messages isn't turning into a notification. It's just covering it up, if you will. So. So how do I get it to turn into a text message? It, it already is a text message. So when you swipe down on the notification, do a one finger flick down, it'll say dismiss notification. It'll stop talking. And so, um, uh, and like I said, the only way I can get out a notification, I don't know how to get out of it. So I have to uh, put my phone to sleep and put in my key if number you, again. If you uh, swipe down on that notification, it'll say dismiss and you won't have to do that. And then I uh, just go into messages and mm -hmm. it should be in text messages, my Your notification message. message. Yeah, your message, your message just won't be covered up by that notification banner is what's happening. Okay, go into settings to um, notifications. No, nope, I'm, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about swiping down on the message. I see. Okay. Is. Yeah. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Okay, I think Herbie had something to add. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so actually, you can customize messages in the notification center by going to what Susan was originally thinking, settings and notifications. Um, the first option is turn off message notifications. I don't think that would be good though, because not only would it get rid of the notification, I don't th know that you'd get alerted about any incoming messages whatsoever, but um, there were several options in there that you can try. 
Um, open notifications. Here, I'll get back. Okay, it's doing the wrong thing. But uh, you can set it to like banners, um, things like that. You can kind of do a little bit of customization to see if any of those get rid of notifications being persistent. So that might help. Okay, Michael, what are banners? I like to ask Susan one question. Mm -hmm. right. Hold on, hold on, guys. Hang on, hang on, Jerry. Let's see. We got Candace wanted to add something. Jenny. Go ahead, Candace. I was just going to say, Michael, that um, I had received a notification the other day. It was for a specific app. And when it popped up, when I swiped over to the right, it gave me the option to keep seeing those specific notifications. Or next to that, there was a dismiss button. Okay. Yeah, that was. So I would assume if you hit the dismiss button that you wouldn't see those notifications. Right. This is Rahil. Okay, hang on. Let's see. Jerry, you had a question for Susan? It's not a question. I wanted to say something earlier before Irby and other people say something because they're going to throw a lot of information and going to confuse her that much more. But, uh, but she did say one thing that concerned me. That concerned me. Uh, Susan, when you're in notification, the way I understand when you're in the message, I, it sounded like that you, you know how to back out of there, you know, go to back out, back out, back out. No, no. Okay. In fact, that's in fact I, a lot of times I can't even open it. it that's, what I that's what I thought. That's yeah. why I wanted to jump in. If you go on your top left screen, on your screen on the top left, it'll say back, then you double tap and back and keep backing till you get to setting. And then you, then you, are you using a swipe phone? So if you are, you just swipe up and then you get to home. And once you get to home, you want to go to your app switcher and then, and then, uh, uh, Swipe up with three finger in the app switcher. Yeah. Oh. yeah, see, I can't do any swiping. My hands shake too much, so I can't swipe. But I never found a back button uh, at all. So anyway, thanks. Have somebody learn you. I, I I thought that I caught that instantly. So I have somebody show you how to do the back backspace out of there, and then get back to setting, get to home, and then get in the notification uh, app switcher and then uh, 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 remove the, the setting of your app switcher because it, in this way it'll refresh your phone. It'll keep you from restarting every time. Okay, thank you. This is Rahil. Okay. All right, Rahil, you, did you have something to add to this topic? Um, Susan, uh, what yes. I'm recommending is uh, I have a good resource about this. Um, the Tech Juggernaut, um, which Matthew Volbrecht, Volbrecht uh, runs from Pennsylvania, I my best bet would be for you to register for- Hang on, hang on, um, hang on. Uh, Rahel, we are gonna stick to iBug things right here and we can you know share other sources 
maybe on Facebook, but we really need to focus on if you have an answer to the question, that's great, but you can post it on our Facebook page, okay? So thank you. This uh, is Jenny. Okay, go ahead, Jenny. Hi, um, Susan, this is Jenny. Hi. And I wanted to talk a, a little bit about what, I, was it Nancy that was saying to dismiss? Someone yeah, was ahead, telling Jen. you go to ahead. swipe yeah. down. Okay, swipe down to dismiss. When you swipe down to dismiss, you have to double tap on the dismiss button. Um, okay. You can't just swipe down and it be gone. You have to swipe right. down and double tap one finger. Now this is Angelo. Okay, this is gonna be the last uh, comment on this topic. Go ahead, Angelo. Okay, uh, uh, for app switching, uh, uh, press three times on the home button and uh, it'll app, uh, and then swipe up three fingers, uh, three fingers and, and it's gone. Hmm. Okay, okay, thank you everybody. Appreciate your time and help. All right, very good, sorry, thanks. Michael. Michael, it's Nancy. Can I just make a quick correction there? It's, you only, uh, double tap on the home button. If you if you triple tap on the home button, that'll turn your voiceover off. Double tap. No, it's double, double tap. tap. Sorry, yeah. sorry, it's you're right. Voiceover off. Michael, this is Candace. Hmm, sounds like we've lost. Go something. ahead. Okay, sorry. Can, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Candace, go ahead. Candace? Thank you, Sonia. Sorry about that. I thought, the, okay. I thought there was a disconnect or something. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, um, yeah, go ahead. I just have a comment and a question. Okay, go um, ahead. Go ahead. My, my question is, has anybody figured out what might be going on when you try to download a new voice over voice and activate it? I can so, download voices, but if I swipe down to activate and double tap it, it is not activating. You're getting the, the prior voice, whatever voice you have. This is Herbie. Okay, go ahead, Herbie. Sometimes what I found with voiceover voices, if they don't um, activate right away, of course, you've got the two different uh, speech settings. You've got, you know, just the general speech and then the uh, voiceover speech. So make sure you're actually downloading the one specifically for voiceover. And then sometimes what I have to do is double tap on the voice and it may bring up another like option within there to double tap again to confirm that you actually want that voice. Otherwise, um, try double tapping another voice completely, then double tapping that voice you just downloaded, see if that fixes it and then you can also, you know, restart voiceover and even restarting the phone. So those are some simple things I think that you can uh, try. Jerry. Okay, go ahead, Jerry. I don't know if this do any good or not, uh, if I'm making sense here, but uh, I know when I'm in the app store and and I want to download something, and it won't download or re-download or something. And then I double tap on the uh, power button real fast, 
and then it is out because there's no home button. So I double tap with the power button is on the side button on the phone, and then it face recognized and then, and then it install it to the phone. Maybe that's what she, she might have to do. Okay, what, what kind of phone do you have, Candace? Candace, if you're speaking, you're on mute. You need to yeah. unmute. Yeah, everybody got muted again. Yeah. How did I mute? That was weird. I have the iPhone 8. Okay. This is Jenny. Okay, so what Jerry just said won't apply to you. That was for a phone with Face ID. Uh, go ahead, Jenny. Hi, Candace. Long time no talk. <laughs> I know. It's good to hear um, your voice. Yeah, it's good to hear yours, too. Hey, um, now, you are you dealing with a certain, ser certain voice in particular? Which particular voice are you trying to download? I had... Um, I'm using Siri Mail right now, and I've tried to delete and re-download Samantha Enhanced. Okay, so all you would have to do is um, download Samantha Enhanced, and then select it. You don't have to activate it. It selects it on its own. Oh, and so when I select it, it should start talking, right? Yeah, it should start talking in her voice. Okay, I'll try that. And then you can, and then when, when you have her fixed the way you want her to, then you can delete the Siri mail voice by swiping up on um, the Siri mail and delete, okay? Yeah, I know how to do that. Okay, thanks. Okay, thanks, Jenny. All right, I think we're ready for another question. This is Nancy. Nancy, go ahead. Um, I just wanted to say a thank you to Sandia because I am the queen of um, sharing, airdropping full files from my Mac to my iPhone now because of her help with how to, how to find the share button on the Mac. So thank you. I love it. It's super fun. Um, and my question is, I don't know if this is a applicable question, but I'm trying to learn Mice Mega Mall to download movies. And I'm just curious if anybody's got some shortcuts or help for how to do that. Okay. Uh, it's a little bit out of scope, but uh, I mean, we do use the movie vault on the uh, mice mega mall. Um, I don't know. This well, is first, first, I'll open it up, see if anybody else. Yeah, go ahead, Herbie. Um, just my thoughts from when I did it, um, like tried the mega mall a couple years ago. Um, I think, you know, that site's a little bit easier to navigate on a computer, computer than it is on the phone. Um, Movie Vault in particular, I really found challenging. Um, and um, of course, it also requires some space to download those movies. 
Um, so there are some different, if you're wanting to download movies, there are some different ones that would work better on the phone um, as opposed to um, the Blind Mice Mega Mall, in my opinion, and I'm forgetting. I think it's this like blindmovievault.net. I'll post the link on Facebook. Jerry Hogan. Okay, for Sonia, then Jerry. Okay, so yeah, I do use this regularly, and I'll just quickly, you know, just say that we have, I, I will, um, uh, I would say you basically, real overview, you go to the website, you create an account, you go to blind, you pick the vault, uh, you do not have to make a donation, there is a little bit of a confusion there. You, once you get into the movie vault, you search for the movie that you want, and then you you know, you click download and I actually find it easier to do it on my phone for some reason. Uh, so I go in there and it'll say, do you want to download as a pro member or as a free member? I click on free member. And then at the top of your iPhone, you will see where it says, it'll just say, start downloading. I believe it'll say, do you want to download or do you want to view or something? It'll give you one little question. And then you say, yes, you want to download. It's pretty uh, straightforward and then it'll you'll start seeing the percentages at the top of your phone and you know depending on your internet connection it may take a little while but that is a rough overview of how you do it okay movie vault it's called movie thank vault. you all right you're welcome all right all right jerry do you have a, something to add to that yeah uh dale campbell had read i was talking to him the other day about something else he called me Wanted some information, so uh, I sent it to him. And uh, there, he doesn't use SendSpace no more. He's in Dropbox, which is great. So I'm a Windows user. I don't use. I didn't try it on the iPhone yet, which I will. But uh, I did. I did everything that Sonia said. You know, log in and and go down to Movie Vault. And I enter just on any movie, and then uh, um, it downloaded on my on my uh, disk computer, and then I went in there and went to download and open that up, and the movie was sitting in there. And I all right, hang on, hang on, hang on. We want to hello, excuse me. We are focusing on iOS devices. No, I, I, I'm saying I, I know I got it, but we're not talking about the computer. I you know no, I I'm. I'm I'm trying to say, Sonia, it's no, no, he doesn't use send space no more. All right. Well, that's fine. But let's not, let's just keep focused on what we're talking about here is iOS. I really, I need to emphasize that because we keep kind of going off topic. So I appreciate your comment. Thank you, Jerry. All right. Who's next? This is all you. Okay. Angelo, go ahead. Yes. Uh, once in, I, I'd, I'd like to know why sometimes intermittently my um, Siri changes voice and sometimes it just becomes this old woman's voice out of the blue, <laughs> an old woman Siri voice. And that'll last for maybe 24 hours, 48 hours. And then the next day, all of a sudden comes back to the regular uh, Siri, uh, I think it's Samantha, or uh, why would that happen? This is Jenny. Okay, Jenny, go ahead. Um, the reason why it happens is because there's a bug in Apple's thing they're trying to sort out. Um, 
I don't have that problem. I'm running an 11 Pro Max, and I have activity set to where the Siri female voice is my male voice. Um, but what I had to do to get that is I had to go into voiceover settings itself yeah. and re-download Siri female. Um, I had to delete it and then re-download it. And then once I re-downloaded it, it stayed. So sometimes you have to do that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. This is Candace. Okay, Candace. Um, I've noticed that issue. I haven't noticed it lately, but I would notice it when I would download a new iOS update. It hasn't happened in recent updates, but it happened multiple times over the last couple of years. And I would get a different voice for maybe four or five days, and then would go back to the voice that I downloaded, and it was usually the um, Samantha, what's it called? Not the enhanced, but so that's usually what it was. It was a Samantha default that would come up for four or five days, and then it would go up to whatever voice you had it on. Mm, okay. Michael, can I that. go or? Okay, let's see. Who's Just, speaking? Jessica. Okay, go ahead, Jessica. Yes, that's happened to me before too. And uh, my voice is on a voiceover voice is on a different voice right now too. So. Okay, so you guys might try what Jenny had suggested to delete and then redownload. Right. All right. Any other comments before we move on? Comments on this topic? Kelsey. Kelsey, go ahead. I, you know, I actually had that problem with iOS 13. I'm trying to remember if it was 13.4, I think, where I was using the, I was using the Siri male voice as my default voiceover voice. And for whatever reason, even though it was on Siri Mail, after the update, it defaulted back to Samantha and I couldn't change it for like 15 minutes. But what I ended up doing was I ended up waiting 15 minutes and then I just reselected Siri Mail and that fixed it. So it's, yeah, it's probably just a glitch. Yeah, sounds but like But that was it. the only update I ever had a problem with. Yeah, <clears throat> Okay, uh, I think we're ready for a new question. Uh, my Michael, question. this is Candace. Hang on, Candace. There's somebody right before you. Jessica. Go ahead, Jessica. Um, okay, so I had a, a serious problem a couple weekends ago where my phone, I have the iPhone 8. I do better with the smaller iPhones anyway. But anyway, it's on the latest software update. And my phone totally froze up on me, like voiceover and Siri all quit talking to me. And I was sending a friend an audio message through iMessage, and it just quit. And it never came back on. And I had to call Apple because I have no Apple store where I'm at now. And 
I called App Accessibility and it took them forever to figure out my phone situation. It took them all day. And we talked to different agents and I didn't get back I didn't get it back on till nine o'clock that evening mm-hmm. on a Sunday evening and it was out for two days, two full days. And also I have my notifications turned on in my settings and I'm not getting them all the way spoken through. Like it'll announce a notification, how many notifications I have in the time, but it won't say what the notification is. Okay. Well, I'm curious on the first issue, what, uh, what, what they end up having to do to, they had to, they had to reset my whole phone. They had to, uh, uh, Re- reset it all is crazy. I mean, they they couldn't. Apple couldn't even figure it out. Like they did, they looked through the through all their archives, and I mean, it's on the latest software update. And I do all the software updates and everything. But hey, Herbie. Hi. So for you, anybody that does that, that's a very odd situation. But yes, it is, and it's happened. And and listen, this is not the first time it's happened to me before. It, it's happened one other update. And... Wow. Um. It's a, this is a, it's unfortunate because even um, people like in the areas that do have no, Apple stores normally available, we know they are closed right now because right. I would say go to the store and get see if they could replace the phone. But um, if you have a computer with iTunes or a Mac, you know, one thing you can always do is try putting your phone in recovery mode and reinstalling the iOS and... Mm-hmm just go from the latest backup. And that is the first thing I would do in that situation is if, if the phone was just not responding. Yeah, I think all. my dad did have to back it up, but it, it was crazy. I mean, he couldn't even figure it out and it wouldn't even yeah. let me answer calls. Right, yep. Well, that's where, um, you know, if nothing else, uh, that, that's where having a computer to plug your phone into can really come in handy because they can talk to each other and you can do some things that I mean, I'm surprised Apple didn't even tell us to plug in my phone, you know, from the charger to the computer. So that is rather surprising mm. and rather disturbing because, yeah, um, recovery uh, mode is very easy to do. It's um, actually from both whether you're using Windows or Mac. Um, you, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we have so. PC computers and we have a laptop, but we don't have any Mac computers. But well, that, that, then you can just install the Windows version of iTunes, and that right. will let you recover your phone. So right. I, I had a question. This is Jerry from Vermont. How's everybody tonight? Okay, hang, hang on, Jerry. We got no, just no, not a question. I wanted to comment on this. On this, okay. I wanted to ask Jessica yeah, a question about this. Yes. Um, did you did you try to do a hard reset on your phone? Yes, my dad did everything. Okay. We we reset all, right. all my okay. settings, and I mean it was okay. crazy. Okay. Mm. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Jessica had another question about notifications not being read out completely. Yeah, they're all turned on, but it's just they won't. Even all the apps, they're on all the apps, and they won't like announce all the way through. It's weird. This is Jenny. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead, Jenny. My thought is, have you gone into voiceover settings and tell spe- uh, voiceover to speak all notifications? Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, that well, yeah, help. I have it turned on to where it speaks all notifications, but... Yeah, that, that you might want to turn on. The other one is... In notifications, 
settings, there is a, uh, a setting that you can choose always or on, on lock screen. Right. I, I have that all turned on. Okay, then, yeah, you want to turn the voiceover one on. It's in voiceover settings, kind of at the end of the line of voiceover settings. It says, always speak notifications. Okay. You might want to turn that on. Alrighty. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. This, Very good. This is, this is Marty. All right. Go ahead, this, Marty. Yeah, just a comment on that. I think it might depend on the length of your notifications. Because I get some notifications that it will not read the entire notification because it might be too lengthy. And you actually don't want it to read the whole notification sometimes because depending what you're listening to, like if you're, if you're listening to a webinar or something and it inter interrupts that too long, then you're going to miss it. Mm -hmm. So I think that, that, could be, that could be the reason why it might not read the entire notification. Okay. Alrighty. All right. Uh, let's see. I think we're ready for a new question. Uh, this is Roy. Uh, hang on, Roy. I heard somebody else right before you. Is that right here? Right here. Okay. Uh, I yeah, so all right, Candace, real quick on your comment. Real quick, um, I've noticed in some Facebook uh, iPhone groups, iBug, and I think maybe iBug, but some other ones, the people have posted about with the latest updates of how to check in on Facebook if they want to check in in a specific place. What you do is when you hit the check in button, you'll hear voiceover say button, and then it says possible text and list the place, at that point, you just double tap on it and write whatever you want to write in your post, hit post. However, that's, that's an interesting, that brings up a question, and um, I could post this on iBug Michael if you want me to, but my question is, it does this thing, it does this on the iPhone, but with my iPad mini fifth generation, if I hit the check-in button, it names out the place. It doesn't say possible text. Yeah, sometimes the light layout of the apps are slightly different on between the iPad and iPhone. I'm curious if anybody had, had noticed that and if they found it. I mean, it's not a big issue. I was just curious if anyone had experienced that and if they knew any type of workaround. Okay, open that up to anybody that might have a possible solution there. This is Elisa. This is David. Hang on, let's see. Elisa, you have a solution or? I want to say that I, I ran into that same problem that Candace is running into where it tests the text field for the Facebook, too. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's see. David, you have a possible solution? Uh, no. Well, I noticed that that had changed also where it had the, it said button, but then it's in like possible text where it used to yep. just say the name of the 
you know, place, give them a list of nearby places without, so they must have changed the design in some way. But I, a friend of mine had an SE phone, original SE, and his just says button. He doesn't get the possible text. But I have an iPhone XR, and, and mine, even though that said the button, it did have the possible text uh, added little tag, you know, so you could, if you wait, it'll it'll tell you what the button is. Yeah. But his would just say button, button, button. You know, you couldn't really tell which it was, didn't give you the additional label. I don't yeah. know if that something with the uh, older phones don't don't uh, handle it. But that, that's just yeah, and that's what that's what happens, David. Is on some of them, it'll just say button. They won't even give you the possible text. Right. I don't, know if it's like, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's like an internet issue or a Facebook bug. Yeah, this I don't know if it's Jenny. a version issue because sometimes Facebook is not updated the same on everybody's phone. Like people are on slightly different versions. So okay. they may have slightly fixed it on, and it hasn't been pushed out to all the users yet, but we'll see. That's good to know. Thank you. <laughs> okay, let's see. Jenny, do you have a, something else? Yeah, I have a to? little bit of an. Um, and I don't know how an answer except for Facebook does change things so many times. I think they change more than we do. Um, and the other one is, you know, I'm also having problems with Facebook and that I can't get to, I get a notification that today is my mom's birthday or whatever. And I cannot get to her timeline to, to post happy birthday to her. So it is a Facebook issue, I think. Uh, they are hopefully working on these things. So the more we send them feedback in the help section of the Facebook menu, the Well, and real quick, Michael, I'll just say, and then I'll let this topic go. But the reason I brought this up is today, I went to the dentist, and my dad said that there was a sign and it said, if you check in, you'll get a cool t-shirt. So I was like, oh, that's, that's cool. Okay. Okay. I let's... tried to check in and then disappeared. The, uh, the place disappeared. That's yeah, strange. So that's yeah. why I wanted to bring that up. Yeah, Jenny's right. Facebook, yeah, it changes. Facebook is always some, having issues. Yeah. Sometimes it changes daily. It's hard to keep up sometimes. All right, we're going to move on, and I think we have Rahil and Roy waiting. So Rahil, go ahead with a new question. Um. I have the iPad seventh generation and I have my keyboard uh, that I got with it for like 159, which is connected. And the problem that I've been having is when I put my iPad to sleep and close the keyboard, it keeps telling me the time and I have to turn off voiceover, turn back on voiceover, and then it finally goes to sleep. Is there a way I can fix that? And also, uh, how do you close an app using the keyboard? Because I know on a Mac you can just do quit the quit command. What about on the iPad's uh, keyboard? This is Nancy. Okay, go ahead, Nancy. Um, yes, you can use the same keyboard command, the command Q or command W if you just want to close the window. And I have... I do shut off voiceover. Um, I have that issue on my Mac where it will just 
keep talking if there's an update or I don't know what it decides to talk, but I just shut off voiceover and then when I want to use it again, I turn it back on with command F5, which you can use on the keyboard for your iPad as well. This is Herbie. Okay, Herbie. On the first part of your question, could you just mute speech if you didn't actually want to turn off voiceover and see if that helps. Also, maybe try pressing the physical lock screen button on the iPad. I think it has one. Um, you know, see if any of those. And one other thing you could check on the iPad too, because I don't know if it has this or not, but certainly newer iPhones do, is the screen wake option. Because um, if you make sure that is kind of disabled, because what can be happening is you can lock your device and then it, the raise to wake feature is what I'm thinking of. And then like it sees some motion and thinks, oh, it's time for me to unlock the screen. And so that could be another thing. I don't know if your iPad has that or not. So uh, where could I go to uh, check in? It would be in settings, I think, under the display. Um, yeah, because my concern is that when you, when I close the keyboard, uh, lid right here and for example the the lid for my keyboard which I have closed right now it's asleep right now but when I'm done using it and I put that aside and then and then it just tells me the time even though the iPad is uh, going to is asleep I hear that you know that tone went when you double tap and it opens yep and it it does tell me the time when when i put the ipad to sleep and then when i turn off voiceover and turn it back on again it just um it it goes to sleep peacefully i don't know if there's a way to fix that or if there's any resources for that for the this iPad. is jenny okay jenny um, the other thing to check is Herbie's right. The, the, the display and brightness is where the raise to wake is. There's also another um, type of command, a wake command, that I have an iPad for work and it has on it, and it's called tap to wake. Um, the tap to wake, all you got to do is touch the doggone screen and boom, it wakes up to the lock screen. That is found under settings, accessibility, and touch. And that's where the tap to wake is, and you can turn that off. Okay, hopefully that's helpful, Rahil. Kelsey with a comment. Okay, Kelsey. I okay. I mean, I don't have a I don't have a keyboard like like he's talking about, but I do have a on my iPad six gen. I do have a cover that it kind of just goes over the screen, and you can open and close it like he's talking about. Mm -hmm. And I have noticed the same kind of issue where even if I close the cover, it'll sometimes start yak yakking at me, but what I found is if I just let it 
sit there for like 30 seconds and not touch it, it will go to sleep on its own. Okay. So yeah, I, it, yeah, it's definitely not, I don't know if it's a bug, but I, I've noticed that too. Okay. All right, I think we're up for Roy's question. Okay, my question was, oh, sorry, the air conditioner just came on, I'll leave the area. My question's about um, iTunes and this recovery feature. If you've never connected your phone to iTunes and you do it for the first time when it's damaged, can you still recover from iCloud through this iTunes? Go ahead. The answer mm -hmm. is yes. Um, and I know this because I hadn't, I, I did, I had to recover from a beta once and I had not actually allowed that computer to trust my phone before. And so it was uh, throwing fits, but yep, it can't because what it does, how recovery works and um, it, once you put your phone in recovery mode, it the computer screen pops up and it says it's going to download the latest iOS, you know, so it's going to make sure that you're current. And then once it does that, you may go, you'll go through one or two little things on your computer and then your phone basically becomes a new phone again. So you go, you go completely start with the setup process from scratch. So all the recovery is doing is just reinstalling a clean iOS on the on the phone so then once you act once you get your phone then you turn on voiceover you can and then go through the process how you would set up a new phone you know from iCloud or iTunes backups whatever your preferences or start as a new device you know the whole nine yards that's good to know I may try that even though it's not damaged just to see how that works that sounds pretty handy it uh, is I did have one comment about some lady earlier asked how you closed apps on the iPad using the keyboard. If you do VOH twice quickly, that'll take you to the app switcher. Then you can flick left or right to find the app you want and then flick straight up to remove it or shut it down. So that's all I had. Okay. And that's a three finger swipe up. True. Yeah, you can do it that way too. Very good. Yeah. This okay. is Nancy. Go ahead, Nancy. Uh, is it okay for me to ask a new question? Uh, yeah, I think we're ready for a new question. Okay. Um, I have um, Verizon on my iPhone, and I'm trying to, I'm to the point where it says 90% full for voicemails, and I'm trying to delete the um, deleted messages and I'm having trouble getting to the, when I swipe left, it goes to um, favorites and I see deleted messages. And then when I tap on that button, it shows me all the messages. It, it used to have a clear all and I'm not sure if anybody else uses that or knows what happened to the clear all button so that I can get rid of the deleted messages. <laughs> This, this is Sonia. this is Marty. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I'll just quicker show. Uh, yeah, so um, I have that. So you're in the phone app. You're in voice the voicemail tab, and you you you're absolutely right. You start from the favorites tab because this is way at the bottom of all the different settings. So you start with favorites. Favorites tab. One and then five. swipe left. Vertical scroll bar. 
blocked messages button. You got blocked messages, and then the next thing is deleted messages button. Okay, so then that's where you double tap, and I Gail Murder Mobile, and then selected voicemail 31 items tab thought keypad tab and you're saying about how to delete all of voicemail that clear all button so this is at the top of the screen starting with the top left voicemail that says button. voicemail swipe right clear all button. clear all and so that's where you would double tap and then the other deleted heading and then gail murder so it, it's right at the top i hope that helps Okay, so they moved it to the top instead of the bottom of the screen. Thank you. I couldn't find it. I'm going to play with it. Okay, thanks. Very good. Yeah, I was always remember it being at the bottom too. This is Marty. Go ahead, Marty. Oh, I, I have a question if, if you're done with um, uh, her yeah. question with Nancy's. Yeah, yeah I think so. I, I, was, um, I was moving around apps, you know, editing apps, moving around apps. Mm -hmm. And you know how when you swipe up, um, it says edit mode or it says edit. Well, I was swiping up. All I got was deactivate button. I wasn't able to get anything else. And I turned voiceover off, turned it back on, went into voiceover. But it didn't look like there was any settings to be changed. And I came back out of voiceover, went back to my start screen, and it worked okay again. When I went to the, you know, when I went to the app that I wanted to move, when I swiped up, it said edit. Um, any, any reason or do you know what happened? Why it only offered me activate, the activate button? Okay, anybody have any ideas on this one? This is Elisa. Okay, Elisa. That's weird because shouldn't it have offered you a drag button too? No, not draft. It's it's active. Drag. It's act, oh, dra no, you have to get into edit mode first. Yeah, I know. And then you have to edit it. But it's no, but see, it wouldn't even let me get into edit. This is Herbie. That is weird. Go ahead, Herbie. Yeah, Herbie. Um, you know, I think it's just a simple case of, you know, voiceover losing focus because it just yeah. likes to do that type of thing. And so you did the right thing, just turning off voiceover and turning it back on. And, you know, to me, at least that's what it sounds like. It's just a simple case of voiceover losing focus, which, you know, it occasionally does. This is Jen. Go ahead, Jen. Uh, the other thing I was thinking of is, were you on your today screen and not your home screen by any chance? No, I was on, I was on the home screen because that, okay. that's where the app was. I mean, you know, that's yeah. where the apps are. I have like right, five right, right. pages of apps. Yeah, okay. And, the, I just wanted to ask because sometimes yeah. you can get there through, you can get to the today screen by flicking up. Uh, there's edit and today and activate. Okay, so, I never saw today. The The way I get to the day screen is I go to, you know, how you have the page number at the bottom. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm, I, yeah. I, swiped, I swiped down to go to page one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. you got it then. Okay. Very, yeah, very good. All right. Uh, let's see. We are near the 
midpoint half time. So I'm going to turn it over to Sandhya. All right. For the next hour. All right. Thank you, Michael. Mr. McCulloch. My bug guy. Okay. So uh, welcome to everybody. Uh, we will give everybody a chance real quick. If you didn't get to say hello the first time around, you joined us late, you could say hello and uh, who you are, where you're from, please. You can, if you didn't get to say hello the first time around. Anybody? I'm Jenny Facer and I'm from Idaho. Welcome, Jen. Jerry Duty from Vermont. Welcome, sir. This is Iris from Montreal, Canada. Welcome, Madame. This is Angelo from Montreal, Canada. Welcome, sir. And Marty from the same place I've always been, Philly. <laughs> Philly, all right. Welcome back. All right. Anybody else? Okay. Elisa from Porter. There she is. Welcome, Elisa. Okay. So, all right. Very good. So, just real quick. Uh, iBug today, iBugtoday.org is our website, and then uh, we post all kinds of announcements there. That's the best place to get information. We also have our Facebook page and facebook.com slash group slash iBugtoday. Uh, Twitter at iBugtoday. So those are our different social media. If you need to send us an email, iBugtoday at gmail.com. Upcoming events for this week, um, we have the Turkey Talk on Thursday, same on this conference line, everything's on this conference line at eight o'clock and that'll be facilitated by Kenny. And we'll be talking about the first two episodes of season three of The Next Generation. Then on Friday night, we have the iBug Night at the Virtual Movies. Well, Mr. iBug Guy, do you have anything to tell us about that? Okay, yeah, I will uh, share what we're planning to uh, feature this Friday. But before I do that, one thing I forgot to mention, and uh, we, uh, this particular call, as everybody knows, is recorded, and you can find it on our website. But uh, we also now have uh, an actual, you know, we've also made it an actual podcast. So any of your favorite podcast apps that you can subscribe and just, you know, do a search for iBug Buzz and you can uh, set that up. And that way, if you ever need to go back and want to listen to something, then you can always find it there too. It's just another convenient way to keep up with what's going on with iBug. All right, let me see if I can bring my notes. Yeah. Mike, nope. can I ask, ask wow. a question about that, about your yeah. Yeah, podcast? Yeah, sure. Um, are, are the Mac and Talk um, also posted on that pod podcast? Currently not. Right now, we just have this uh, Monday night iBug Buzz call on the podcast. But uh, plan plans are to, uh, you know, to add on some of the other uh, calls to, to the podcast. So stay tuned for that. Okay, so this Friday night's feature and play our little guessing game and I will give out some clues. And again, don't just yell out the title of the movie. Say your name and uh, 
recognize you. So our first clue is the setting for the movie is in Austria. Nancy? Marty. <laughs> okay, Nancy. Nancy first and then Marty. Is it the sound of music? That <laughs> uh, could be close, but no, it's kind of music related. All right, Marty, go ahead. Oh, uh, that was my guess, so. All right, that, that was your not. guess. Oh, Mike, right. a, question, a question about announcements. I don't think I ever got an email on the book for this coming month. Oh, okay. Uh, we can uh, we can resend out or that to you. All right. Okay. Thanks. I will. Okay, keep going. Okay. All right. Second clue: the uh, main character is a man, and he's so filled with jeal jealousy and envy of his rival. Yet, at the same time, he really loves this guy, his rival. <laughs> um, hey, say, really? to say, say your name and wait to be recognized. This is Jenny. Okay, I think okay. Carol is first. Carol and then Jenny. Is the movie Amadeus? Very wow. good. <laughs> All right. Carol, got it. Was that what? What was your guess going to be, Jenny? Uh, the Grinch is still Christmas. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. A little off there, but anyway. I know. All right. So uh, Amadeus. So for those that may or may not have seen it, uh, uh, what was Solieri? I can't remember Solieri's first name, but uh, Solieri is jealous of. Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, and but okay. he he loves his work. Recognize that he's a his work is considered divine and miraculous. Uh, Rahil. Okay. Okay. All right. We are ready for questions. I think, Sandia. Yeah, Turn it we back are over ready to you. start our. Okay, great. Thank you, Mr. McCulloch. So, Amadeus, okay. it is a long movie. Currently so unmuted. We will probably have a. We're what do you not call sure it? About that. Oh, no, we're not. Having, okay, we'll talk about it. Okay, all right. Thank you. Susan. Okay, so we have our movie, and that'll be on Friday night at 8 o'clock on this call, and a pre time social at 7 30 and discussion to follow. All right, so for the first question, I think Rahil had a question, and then we'll come to you, Susan. Go ahead, Rahil. Currently unmuted. Uh, can you give me the spelling of um, the movie? Rahil, yes. you want to give him the spelling? Yeah, Amadeus, A-M-A-D-E-U-S. Okay, thank you. Carol has left the meeting. It came out in 1984, I think. All right. Okay, Susan. Voice over muted. And also, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Rahel. Um, also, uh, the classes that I'm going to be in, especially the Matt Clack, is that going to be like posted as a okay. podcast? Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll talk about that. That will, well, that's not for this right now. You can talk to the facilitator of that call. Okay. All right. Thank you, Rahil. Go ahead. Next, Susan. You had a question. Yes. Thank you. Um, 
in my emails, I'm getting three of the same emails. Uh, it started a while back. So I was wondering if anyone knows how something like this could have happened and if there's a way to fix it. It's just the regular mail on the iPhone and iPad. All right, anybody? And we really encourage different people to answer. We love those who do answer, but would like to also give other people a chance. So anybody want to take a stab at that? Susan's this question. Brad. Go ahead, Brad. She's getting mine because I haven't been getting them. <laughs> I want them back. No, I don't know. You don't know. All I right. love emails. But I haven't been getting them, so I don't know what the deal is. Okay. Anybody else? Uh, this is Angelo. Go ahead, Angelo. Maybe you have your settings on uh, CC and uh, send emails to yourself? No. Uh, like, I can get three of the same Amazons, three of the same from who, whoever. Okay. It's like, if you email me, I'll get three of yours. Okay, so yeah. All right, good idea, Angelo. Anybody this is Kenny. Else? Go ahead, Kenny. Uh, who, Susan, who is your email provider? AT&T. Uh, okay, and, and is this on your iOS device, your iPad, your iPhone? Yes. Yes. Do they, do, do they, and they both show the three emails? Yes. Wow. Um, you used to never do that, but it has for a while now. Right. So it's like um, having triplets, you know? Yeah, that, that, that <laughs> is weird. Um, do you know if you have your settings set for IMAP, IMAP? I don't know. I never go in to anything that I don't know anything about. Right, right. Hmm. <laughs> Well, that's that is weird. what he's suggesting is that you go into yeah. and go and choose IMAP and that will hopefully well, well you, you might have to um, actually delete the account and reset it up as IMAP is what you might have to do. Are okay. you saying my MAP, IMAP? Yeah, IMAP. Yeah, if you have it as POP3, you would have to, I don't think you could just switch it. You would have to delete you remove your account and then re-add the account and set it That's up right. as I'm at. okay i may have to call apple accessibility before i do that but i appreciate your advice i appreciate it a lot thank you all right thank you susan go ahead brad i thought of something i would like kenny was saying i would check those uh, accounts what if uh somehow you've got the same account more than once uh i don't know about pop or imap but uh it's possible. I mean, I assume you've got only one SBC Global email address. Yes. It is SBC yes. Global to your domain, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, I would go in and look at, you know, go to settings, go to uh, passwords and accounts, look at your mail accounts. I, I, if you've only got the one, I delete them all. And then when you start over, I know that ATT Yahoo now uses what's called open authentication and so you really aren't going to be able to set it up anymore as a pop or or straight imap it's difficult to do but you'll choose your provider from a list and you'll choose yahoo and you'll then go through the steps there and it's pretty straightforward and it'll make you enter your your user id is your email address and it'll make you enter your password 
and you'll wonder what it's doing because you'll end up having to enter it more than once. It's kind of weird. Just do it. And when it's all said and done, that should do it. It sets up incoming, outgoing mail. It's very simple nowadays. And it's supposedly secure. It supposedly encrypts your password and your user ID when you're doing the process. So that's my thought. I'd go wipe, like Kitty said, I'd wipe all your accounts and start over. Okay, thank right. you. Thanks, y'all. Appreciate it. Okay, very good. Thank you, Brad. Okay, who's next? A new question? It's Linda. Go ahead, Linda. Um, I think someone uh, mentioned on another call, possibly last week, how you could download um, either podcasts or seminars from Hadley through Apple. I was wondering how that works. Okay, does anybody know how to do that? So you're down, downloading a Hadley podcast using the Apple podcast software, Apple podcast app, is that what you're saying? Um, I thought they just said Apple, but I wasn't sure what that meant. Yeah, because Apple has a, okay, anybody have a suggestion for Linda? Downloading. This is Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. Actually, Sandia, so you'll love this, but I think you're right. I think it probably would be through the Apple Podcasts app. Thank you. Otherwise, it might be through iTunes U, but I think they're discontinuing that app, so my first thought would be the P Apple Podcasts app. So, Okay. So This is Jenny. Go ahead, Jenny. You don't have to use Apple Podcasts. If you're familiar with Downcast or any other podcatcher that you may find easier than Apple Podcast, you can use any of those depending on which one you are most comfortable with All right. to download Hadley videos. And what would I type in when I'm in Downcast? What would I type in for Hadley? This Hadley. Is oh, just Hadley by itself? Uh -huh. Hadley.edu or Hadley Podcast. Uh, Hadley seminars. Just type in a few things and see what pops up. This okay. is Nancy. Go ahead, Nancy. Uh, you can also find a lot of the um, Hadley um, instructional materials. If you just go into YouTube and do a search for Hadley, um, or if you're looking for a specific topic, you can often find the YouTube video from Hadley and then it'll just keep you can do play next video and you'll get a whole series of them it's kind of cool that is so true and I we are our for some of you old-time callers you remember Terry from Fort Worth he used to he was a big advocate of YouTube and I think it has a name. I forgot. It's like, it's called Hadley something. It's like a series on there. I forgot the name of it, but all right. This is Chanel. Go ahead, Chanel. I think it's the Hadley iFocus. There you go. That's what um, it's But I think they do a whole series of videos on different topics, not okay. just that, but I'm not uh, sure. Um, and I can look for the podcast. Okay. Go ahead, Herbie. Yeah, it's the eye focus that uh, Terry was really mentioning yes. a lot. So, uh -huh, right. said, so, thank you guys. Okay, so there you go, Linda. So basically, once you go into the podcast app, as the others are suggesting, just do a search, and uh, 
you can just type, maybe just type in Hadley, keep it simple, and then see what you get. So. Thanks, everybody. All right, and uh, I do have to do a little shout out for Linda this weekend. Uh, iBug was invited to be a presenter at the ACBT, American Council of the Blind of Texas. And so we uh, did a presentation for them regarding the Roomba and the, uh, and the Instapot. And it was very well received and we're just, you know, grateful to Linda and we had some fun with it. And uh, so we were, we were honored to be there, so. We, we try to support all the different, you know, conventions, not one or the other, where we really try to just promote technology wherever it is, regardless of what letters precede the conference. Okay, go ahead. Somebody have a comment next? This is Ken. Oh. Okay, go ahead, Kenny. I was looking for some hardware. I wanted to know if anybody's come across a tripod that will be useful with your iPhone Pro Max, 11 Pro Max. Okay, anybody out there with a tripod recommendation? Okay, anybody? Nope. Sorry, Kenny. Next. <laughs> this, this is Marty. Go ahead, Marty. Um, on the Apple workshop, there were two, there were a couple apps that you did. One was some kind of a music one, and then was the other a clock or something? Right, the um, chime app that we talked about, you and I. Which which chime is uh was is that the chime, the one that's called chime? Right, yes, exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I thought, yeah, I thought of you. I thought it yes. was something uh -huh. new. Oh, okay. Okay, it's the same one. It was inspired by you. So yes. Okay. Michael. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, I couldn't unmute in time. As far as Kenny's question, the the tripod, I mean, it doesn't really matter what which tripod the main thing is, you know, you're going to get a adapter that will hold the iPhone and you just have to do a search on different kind of adapters that would, uh, I can't remember, you say the, the 11 Pro Max? I mean, most of them are adjustable, yes. will, will fit pretty much well, any, any of them. Yeah, well, I've tried two different tripods and they can grip the phone, but they grip it really well, and and they're plastic little pieces that go onto the tripod, and, and you know, I, I I just was looking for something more wider. Okay. Yeah, I haven't personally ran across anything like that myself. This is Jake, and I got a question. Okay, hang on. Anybody follow up for Kenny on tripods? Okay. This is Chanel. Okay. Yes. I well, I had a follow up on the previous question about podcast. I just looked it up. Okay, go ahead. It's uh, called Hadley Presents, and some of the other they do also have, of course, discussion groups and things as well, like this. Check it out. But Hadley Presents seems to be, I guess, deal with topics related to vision loss. So if you really want tech videos, you're probably your best bet for that is like Raymond was saying, the YouTube. Okay, thank you. Okay, yep. now back to back to Jake. Go ahead, Jake. Does anyone know of a dock that fits the iPhone with the OtterBox case? iPhone 11 Pro Max. Hey, iPhone dock that can hold the 
phone with the OtterBox on it. This is Jenny. Go ahead, Jenny. Yes. Can you kind of explain what you mean? Yeah. Um, see, Apple has a dock, and what it does is it sits in the dock, and what it does is it plugs in, you know, to the wall, or like it charges the phone, and you're supposed to be able to like plug headphone or plug a audio cable in and run it like that, um, or something like that. But the problem is, is that with the case on it, it's too big, so it doesn't, you know. This is Herbie. Go ahead, yep. Herbie. Have you considered, um, you know, another solution, which is uh, get a different case? Yeah, but I, I kind of like the OtterBox, and I thought, well, right. my solution was just to not get a have a dock. I guess I don't know. Does the dock use the uh, like when you plug in? So when you plug it into the dock, does it use? Um, it, it uses the USB type, the, the, the charger cord that the Apple uses, right? Like, right. So, so is it like, so when you plug the phone into a, okay, because I have an idea actually what you could try. I wonder if one of those splitters that you can get from like Belkin that allow you to plug in um, two, you know, like a headphones and a charger, if you plugged like say, the splitter into the dock and then plugged your uh, phone into that, would that work around the OtterBox case? I don't know. This is Brad. Because there's no adjustable. Okay, I got, I've been using the OtterBox cases since I first got iPhone back in the 4S days. Uh, what Herbie's talking about is really no different than just plugging a wire uh, into, into the phone. Um, I think you're when you when you choose to go. I have the OtterBox Defender. I assume that's the one you're talking about. Yeah, that's the one I got. And if you choose to go with that, I mean, to me, that's a rock solid armor clad case. But you forego the option of using docks and things. It's just it just ain't gonna work. Right. Okay. That's what I thought. I wasn't sure, but I just figured I'd ask. And just to clarify, like for, you know, if anybody's not familiar with the dock, I mean, I haven't had a dock in a long time, but it's normally just like it, the phone kind of stands up and it plugs into the, to the little port, right? Is that how it still works or? You know? yeah. It's as far as I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So well, this there's is no way that the dock could fit on there with the case on it because it's such a big bulky thing. All right. Go ahead, Brad. And then Jenny, go ahead, Brad. No, I was done. I was done. Okay. All right. Okay. Go ahead, Jen. I was just thinking, I wasn't sure if he was talking about something like that or a, or a wireless charger. Um, yeah. That's why I was confused. So. Okay. No, that's fine. Yeah. Not a wire. Yeah. That's a, probably another option, but would that work? I got one of those. This, He's already this got is, that. It does. This is, this is Marty. Go ahead, Marty. I have a, um, uh, I forget the name of it. I have a, Oh, Spigen it is. It's a wooden it's a wooden stand and it has a little disc for the Apple Watch, which I mean you may not want, but but there's a slot and what you do is you run your you run your Apple cord through it and then you pick up I mean you, you plug the uh, phone you plug the cord into the back of the phone. And then you can sit your phone in the slot. And I would assume there's enough space in there. I don't have a defender, 
I just have like a case like around the back of my phone, but I would assume that slot's big enough for the phone to sit in there. So you don't, it's not a, it's not a dock that you plug your phone into. You have to um, have, the, you know, you have to grab the cord, plug it into the phone and then sit the phone in the slot. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So it would all kind of be dependent. You may have to just, if you really want to dock, maybe you can do a search for, you have know, you maybe just do a good old Google search and see what you get. But Okay. Probably not. I'll, I'll just live without it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I have kind of given Herbie. up on, haven't had a case in a long, a uh, dock in a long time. Go ahead, Herbie. And then we're moving on. So you, you, you weren't telling Jake to search for a Google dock, were you by any uh -huh, chance? Yes. Right. Okay, next question, new person, any somebody new that hasn't had a turn? It's Linda. Go ahead, Linda. I'd like to say that Sandy did a great demo also on Saturday of her Roomba. <laughs> Thank you. And I think I succeeded in embarrassing Linda on the call. So uh, hopefully I'll get to listen to the recording and witness it live. <laughs> this is Jake. Go ahead, Jake. Um, I didn't get the, just to let you know, I didn't get the, uh, the, the uh, notification about the meeting, so that's why. Oh I no, it, it was a it was a conference, so everybody had to you had to you had to register. So, oh, okay. But, but anyway, uh, maybe it's out there on the ACB radio. But okay, thank you, Linda. Thank you, everybody. Okay, who's next? Who's next? Jerry from Vermont. Uh, Jerry oh, from Vermont. You? Go Ranger. for it. Um, I have been having trouble keeping my calendar. I I use the Apple. Uh, you know, the regular, the regular Apple calendar on list. And then when it goes off, I do everything that I think I should, including going to headings and it, it gets stuck in headings. It, it, it won't do it. it. It just won't go back to list. I wondered if anybody's got any, I hit the today thing at the bottom twice and I, I turn on list and uh, it should go to list is what I'm thinking, but, and then I go to headings. I move my rotor to headings and it still is stuck. So I don't know, I don't know how I can get it to uh, come back to list more quickly. This is Jenny. Go ahead, yeah. Jenny. Sorry, I hate, I, I'm gonna give other colors a no, chance, okay. I go promise. Ahead. Go ahead. It's okay, go ahead. Um, on don't your <laughs> today thing at the bottom of the screen, Jerry, yeah. Yeah. If you double tap and hold on it, that on, will on take the, you to today. Right. And then you should be able to fix your list view. Just by flicking up? Yeah. Okay. I'll try it that way. Okay. It's a double tap and hold. And if not, Yale Fantastical does a great job. Yeah, I I have trouble keeping that in. This is Herbie. Oh, go ahead, Herb. Have you just tried simply hitting the list button at the top of the calendar? Yeah, and it, it but and the the uh, events come at the bottom of the screen. Because you know, when you hit the list button, it should say list selected and present it in the list view. If you just swipe like normally. Right, I know. But it, it, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't seem to do that. Weird. 
uh, have you tried, this is Sunday, have you tried turning off list, picking up another mode and then coming yeah. back to list? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, but I mean, I'm, I'll try anything again. I'm not, I'm not proud. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I get it. <laughs> okay. Well, good yeah. luck, Jerry. It's frustrating. Uh, yeah. I can tell. Yeah. Yeah, but it, just it to clarify, be. so if you, once you are in list mode, and if you ever do get back into list mode, you can navigate by just setting it to headings and you can go to each event. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Very good yeah. to know. Right. Okay. Right. Who's next? New question, new comment. Anybody? Even if you have asked a question before. Or if you haven't asked. This is Roy. Okay, Roy, go ahead. I just had a comment about the tripod. Um, I just use a coffee cup with a bunch of paper in the bottom of it to get it to the right size. And that works great for setting my phone in because it's ceramic. It's plenty heavy. And it didn't cost me but $3. <laughs> That's my solution. I like it. That's All right, something I'll my have dad to would that. say. I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, Great. Uh, uh, Rahil, I think you were out there. Sorry, this is Nancy. I just have to say, be sure to dump the coffee out first. <laughs> oh, details. Okay. Thank you, Nancy, for that practical tip. tip. Okay. This is now, go ahead. Angela? Yes. Okay, uh, go ahead. I have a question. Like, uh, Saturday night, uh, you know, we'll, uh, Iris and I were trying to... Uh, um, listen to the movie uh, Sight and Sound uh, that uh, Maria had right. posted on, mm -hmm. on iBug uh, today. Mm -hmm. And there's no, no link. We had absolutely no idea where to go. We right. tried. So, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it was posted on iBug today, but it didn't. Right. And it, so we are, we're going to have to deal with, we're going to deal with that confusion. That is not one of our events. We just try to promote it. And we're, we've and asked Maria to, from future, uh, to post the link. And so she is in the process of getting the link, but that is not going to be on our Zoom link. So it would, it's a, it's a different website called Sight and Sound. And they actually, uh, we do really appreciate them because they take our Monday night calls and condense them and make it nice and pretty. And, you know, it's uh, they condense it and make a, a, a separate podcast and post it on their radio every week. It's like a half an hour segment. So we are very oh, cool. grateful to what they do for us. And so we try to help them out and they help us out. And so but we will try to get the link out there, but it is not our Zoom link. That's one thing to be really clear about. So, okay, so we'll try to fix that. We are aware of that. Okay, because some we-, we Some others got confused as well, so. Because we sent a couple of messages in Messenger and never got any, any response or anything back, okay. not even for Sunday movie. Okay, I'm sorry. We will have to figure out what happened. But uh, I will, uh, yeah, that's, that's what we need to do is definitely have the link. It's called Sight Into Sound is the name of the website. So. This is Jenny. Go ahead, Jenny. I have a question. Okay. I am on YouTube, not right this second, but um, when I go onto YouTube live chat and I want to live chat, um, it says I can chat publicly as Jenny Facer. So... I double tap on this link, on this, this uh, message, it says, 
you know, chat publicly, and the keyboard won't come up. But if I turn voiceover off and my, my husband taps on the same thing, the keyboard does come up. Okay. Anybody did have we, any? Did we, did we? Okay. Yeah. Did anybody have any suggestions for Jenny? YouTube and live chat. Seems like we did somebody bring this up or I don't remember. Maybe I'm hallucinating, but okay. Uh, you may have to educate us on that, Jen, because I don't think anybody okay. dealt with it. So good luck. Nobody's Thank got you. anything for you there. <laughs> okay. You stumped the group. <laughs> Okay, thank you, Jen. All right, anybody else? New question. Linda. Go ahead, Linda. Um, I came across something this week. I was cleaning out my pantry and um, I found that using seeing AI and using the um, handwriting feature on it will read the uh, expiration dates on items from my pantry. Wow, that's pretty important. Yes, it is. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> I don't remember if any of y'all, well, I don't know if any of y'all recall, we tried to do a demo of seeing, seeing AI and the handwriting feature. And these young people these days, I tried to get my niece and nephew to write something and they're like, I don't know how to do cursive. And I'm like, wow. So <laughs> it was an iBug cafe many years ago. All right, we digress. Okay, but thanks, Linda. That's great. That's great. Uh, right. Rahil? Go ahead, Rahil. Um, every time when the door bangs and and when my um, mother's like walk around, you know, like my watch inadvertently goes off telling me the uh, time. I have the watch series four, 44 middle millimeters. Is that a sensor thing or, cause on the charger. All right. This is Jenny. Go ahead, Jenny. This is, I think what's going on is, um, you have your watch on nightstand mode and you need to turn that off. If somebody uh, could chime in and tell you how to turn nightstand mode off because every time that happened to me when I had my watch and I ended up turning it off but I don't remember how I did it I don't have a watch anymore so I can't okay but that will fix it Anybody this else? is Chanel go ahead Chanel well there's just one idea I have there's I think there's this feature called wake on wrist rays um oh, and cool. yeah you might try turning that off because the watches are even sensitive even when that is off sometimes mine likes to just go off if I've barely moved it or you know but yeah being sensitive to the sound that to the sound though unless it actually shakes the house but I, I don't know um, will, it's just something to try Brad. hang on one at a time Rahil and then Brad go ahead Brad I mean Rahil even though you even though the door bangs against the wall or even though when somebody's moving, it can still go off and tell you the time, correct? Is that, is that what you're trying to clarify, Chanel? Well, I'm just saying it's sensitive. I don't, I don't know if I've had that happen specifically, but yeah. Brad might have a better idea than. Okay, go ahead. Thank you, Chanel. Okay, go ahead, Brad. Uh, I was gonna say, I think there's two things. There's race to wake, and then under accessibility is speak on wrist rays. 
uh, I turned both off because the thing has a mind of its own. It just talks. I mean, the wind will blow and it just talks. I, I mean, I'm exaggerating, but it's very sensitive and it just talks. I've had three of them now. I had the very first one and I'm on a series five now. And they're all the same. They just talk. It drives me crazy, but I've just learned to live with it because the benefits outweigh the disadvantages. All right. This is... Hang on, Herbie and then Chanel. Go ahead, Herbie. You know, I was just thinking, though, have you, like, you know, the latest watches and updates, you know, they do have some noise-aware features. Have you made sure that you've... Um, make sure you haven't activated any of those. Um, and yeah, like Brad said, the watch is just no. very chatty. Like if I wash dishes, for instance, the thing starts talking. Or if I do a lot of constant arm movement, it, the thing just starts talking and talking and talking and talking. And uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure because I'm on um, Watch OS six point two point eight is my which version. Which series watch do you have? I have the series four. Okay, so years. then it does have the noise aware um, option. So if you've done any playing around with it, then you know make sure you've not activated any of right because I'm on the latest those. version. Of <clears throat> yeah, it, that's what I'm saying. That they introduced that last year with the series four and the series five. So okay, all right, Thank Chanel. You. Oh, that's what the okay. I was gonna say because I didn't think there were any noise aware features until this upcoming beta but yeah that's once i turn turning off the speak on wrist raise that is that is the most important thing to turn off like brad said um but yeah the the noise the the all the noise thing does is detect the decibels like you know how loud your environment is right. so that wouldn't actually cause your watch to go off i don't think but well, this is her try those wrist rays those <coughs> toggles and see if that helps Can you get to the wrist rays feature yeah okay hold on okay uh, i was going to say one thing uh rahil the other thing that i've done i've had the same thing like i have like watch on my nightstand and it's like always you know telling me the time any little motion so i just turn off the voiceover i triple tap the crown and turn voiceover off, and then I don't need to worry about it talking when I'm sleeping or whatever. So, okay, so that's okay, Herbie, and then we're moving on. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, slamming door would definitely be allowed. I mean, I don't know how, I've never really played with it much, but that would be a loud noise. But, um, but like Brad and we've said, you know, the watch is just very sensitive in general, regardless. So, yeah. Okay, very good. All right, who's next? This is Nancy. Oh, okay. Nancy and then okay go ahead Nancy and who is that speaking of, I'll try to come back to you who is that Alisa Karen Alisa, Alisa and Karen okay go ahead we'll be coming back to you go ahead uh, Nancy I was just going to say on Friday I, I've been having a lot of trouble with my audible account on my phone and um <clears throat> I was trying to use keychain for my password and I was told it, it wouldn't um, it wouldn't play with Amazon. <coughs> and so I had to change my <clears throat> password and take it out of keychain so that it would, that Audible would work and let me get my books back. I just wondered if anybody else has had issues with Audible and trying to keep it accessible um, whenever it updates. 
Okay, so is your question that you were not able to use Keychain to access your password in Audible? Is that what happened? That's correct. And But you had to take it out of Keychain and now it works. Now it works, but I'm just wondering if there's a way to... Um, this is I Herbie. Can't. Go ahead, Herbie. Um, so first of all, did you verify that you actually had the correct password in Keychain? Um, I had, uh, I went into, um, I was trying to use my um, touch ID. To right, but what I'm saying is like when you entered, you know, when the password got entered into Keychain, you know, there could have been, you know, like depending on how it got entered, like if you did it manually, for instance, you could have typed it in wrong, so therefore then it would have the wrong password. That's why I was asking, have, did you make sure that it was actually the correct password that, you know, like, cause you can go to settings and passwords, apps and passwords and actually check to see what all is in your keychain and see the actual password that is in there. Right, I just used my uh, fingerprint I mean, my touch ID. Yeah, no, I get that. But what I'm saying is you could have had a wrong password in there to begin with. So it wouldn't, it's using the password it has in there, but it may not be the correct password. That's why I was asking if you'd actually gone into the actual password settings. You know, you go to settings um, and then the passwords, and then you can see what all is in your keychain. So you would go to like the Amazon and it would see list your username and then the password that's in there. And if that's wrong, that would be why you know Audible would not be working is because it's it you have the wrong password and keychain. Okay, but hold on. So you have probably been using Audible with a password up until now. Is that right? I was using yeah, I was using it with keychain and it was working great. Yeah, so all of a sudden, so this is something new. It's not like you changed it or anything. But so. this is Herbie, just to clarify. So you log in like because for instance, once I log into Audible, I don't uh, constantly it stays logged in unless I've logged out of the right. account. That's that's exactly right. I log I signed in and it has been working great. And then a couple few months ago, like two or three months ago, it stopped working. And I've been on the phone with Audible trying to fix it. And this guy the other day had me take the keychain password out and put in just a made up password, but it's not as strong as having it in keychain. So <clears throat> I was just curious. I, Cause he was like, well, you can't, it, the- This is Brad. Okay, hold, okay, go, okay, go ahead, Brad, go ahead. I just picked up on something. She said, keychain pass, you let your iPhone create a complicated, strong password. From the, from the Safari uh, that, website, yes. That may be the issue right there. Because I've seen those passwords and they're, you know, like some hexadecimal number <laughs> thing. Yes. You know, a mixture of letters and symbols and num out alphabets and they're nice and complicated and that could be the problem. It, that just doesn't work. But it's well. not working. That's the thing that bums me out. Yeah. Now I have to remember a password again. <laughs> well, but I, th I think what Herbie said for one, go into, go into your uh, settings and passwords and accounts, go find your passwords, go down there through that list 
and clear out whatever's in as a saved password. Yeah, that's what and I did. And then are you, you talking about the Audible app or the Audible website that you access through Safari? Well, I had to do both. It's the same password. I understand that. Yeah. Um, go into one of them and type it in. And since it won't be in your saved passwords, your iPhone should prompt you. Do you want to save this password? And just do a simple one that you made up and try that and then move forward with, you know, your touch ID, then it should work, I would think. But clear out what's already in there. That could be the issue. Yeah, that, well, that's what I, I did clear it out because I couldn't access the account otherwise. This is Herbie. All right, uh -huh. go ahead, Herbie. One go. of the things that can happen too is like for me, I actually have, um, for complicated reasons, I have several um, Audible accounts that go way back. So of course, you know, there's multiple ones that are in my keychain when I do actually sign into an Audible account. So I also have to make sure I'm using the right one with the correct account. So make sure you don't have multiple Amazon.com passwords in there too, because you could be, you know, that could also create some confusion. Um, so that's okay. something else when you're looking through your keychain to make sure that, that you don't have multiples in there. All right, very good, okay. All right, thank you, Nancy, Herbie, God. Okay, all right, so I think we had Elisa. Go for it, please, next question. This is Elisa. Uh-huh, go ahead. So if somebody on Messenger says that they're unavailable, does that mean that they don't wanna talk or is that a different reason? Or is it what? If someone on Messenger has unavailable and you can't chat with them, does that mean that they don't want to speak or they did something to their messenger. Okay, who would like to answer that? Any of our Facebook people or messenger people? What does unavailable mean? Go ahead. Um, so my, honestly, the simplest solution could, so with Facebook Messenger, um, you can set your status to offline. And that means that even if you are on Facebook, or on Messenger, um, actually I think it's now two separate statuses, but <clears throat> it, it doesn't mean that they've blocked, necessarily mean they've blocked you or anything like that. It just means they've set their status to offline. They don't wanna be on Messenger and they're blocking the entire Messenger world out, so. Okay, so it doesn't mean they're happen. blocking one person. They just don't, no. maybe they're at work and they're checking their Facebook and they don't wanna be they showing don't up be, as. You know, they, yeah, for various okay. reasons, so. All right, so thank you. All right, very good, Lisa. All right, Karen, sorry to keep you waiting. Got a question? Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, sometimes I have this problem and it's, it is so annoying when I'm trying to put somebody's name in, trying to bring up somebody's name in the to field, their name just doesn't come up. I tried all kinds of ways. I mean, I've even typed the person's name in there and it's just not popping up. Like if I'm in emails, you know, the email address doesn't pop up or I'm in, you know, text messaging, their number doesn't pop up. I mean, it's gotten so bad. It doesn't happen all the time, but I've had to actually go to the person's contact, copy and paste their phone number, copy it, and then take it back to the message and paste it into the field, you know, like where it needs to go. Either their email address or their phone number if it's a text message. 
their name just it just doesn't come up and i'm like how come you know it just doesn't come up sometimes all right does and it's in different apps email text message different places yeah so too, yeah or phone yeah. calls also kind of call somebody Okay. Yep. Anybody have a suggestion for Karen? Anybody new wants to tackle tackle this question? Or anybody this else? This is Jerry. Go um, ahead, Jerry. From Vermont. Mm -hmm. I, I just wanted to say that, you know, when it's happened to me, um, th there's a couple of things. First of all, I I read I, I look at it and make sure I haven't put an inadvertent space or a character in there that that might not be what you know is in the, the the person's name or what have you, or email. So uh, um, that's the first thing. The second thing is, if you clear it out completely, and then start again, it should go to your contacts uh, and 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 bring bring up the name again. But you got to flick over sometimes to um, what it's uh it's um, add contacts and then go beyond that and you'll see the buttons and make sure that you've pushed the button even you know if you start typing the name the but the name button should be you know the the full name and email button should be there the full name button and then just tap on that button and then it should enter the full name and delete what you've started typing with the name if that makes any sense. It should. Yeah. Right. It should, but it doesn't sometimes. It just oh, doesn't yeah. do it. Well, but I would yeah. I would then clear it all out and start again. You know? Mm -hmm. And 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 usually I say usually, knock on wood, that does it. You know. But again, watch your spaces and make sure you haven't put in an extraneous character by mistake and and that ought, you know, yeah, it, it's, I've had that problem too. It's a pain, but mm -hmm. um, those two things usually work for me. Just oh, okay. I like the word extraneous. Good job, Jerry. Get extra credit mm -hmm. for that. <laughs> but Karen, mm -hmm. um, yeah, so, I mean, you are in the text field and you're typing the letter and, you know, you're like typing whatever jerry or whatever whoever the person and then nothing you don't get all the other choices don't populate i don't i don't get yeah jerry if it was j a j e r r y and i uh -huh. actually typed that in uh -huh. it sometimes it just would not come up and i know but sometimes fact, it does though sometimes content. it does right occasionally right. it does but not all it the does time. yeah mm -hmm. mm -mm, not all the time uh, okay so yeah i mean what typing are you touch typing or standard typing on your virtual keyboard what are you doing uh what is it the one we use well, you like double tap double tap off. on each letter okay well then mm -hmm. you know, then you're kind of less likely to enter an extraneous characters mm -hmm. that way uh yeah i think i would even right. sometimes with first letter navigation it should pop up you know okay. but it doesn't that is very strange yeah, it doesn't happen all the time, but it's just like, oh my God, I can't believe, I know this person's in here. Like, what's the problem? And it's like, then I have to go to their contact, copy their phone number or their email address, whatever I'm trying to send, you know, if I'm an email or text message and then paste it. And it's just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I had to do that. Right. And another option might be 
if you're, if I don't know if you're a pack rat like me, you could just go in your messages. And if you've already like, maybe you're sending me a message and you could just go to the last message that you had with me and then just continue in that thread. That's another option. You know, I don't know how many text, you know, that's one way, to, another way. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> right, right. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Well, thank you. Good question. <clears throat> All right. Who's next? This is Freddie. Freddie, go ahead. Um, my question, um, I am having um, a problem with um, when I'm, when I'm using Siri uh, to dial uh, on my contacts, um, mm -hmm. the, um, she um, uh, stops, uh, let's see, gets, um, um, doesn't, um, let's see, um, she says, yeah, she, she says that, she says that that number is not in my contacts. Yeah. She comes, she comes, yeah, she comes back and says that number is not in your contacts. And then I'll, I'll, I'll dial it again. And she says it, she says it again, but then on the third or fourth time, she'll go ahead and dial it. Yeah, we've been, I think we, I think we've had that. <clears throat> but, but that's gotten better. I mean, I think it's gotten better. Uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, we know that she's in your contact. The person is like, if I'm in your contacts, it t you say call me, but it won't do it, right? Right, that's right. The problem. And we, yeah, we've had, yeah, I, I think it's just a bug that we've been dealing with. Anybody remember any other fixes around that? I've just sometimes had to just dial it manually or go find it. So it's kind of the same, unfortunately. Uh, anybody else? Very frustrating. Yeah. Um, August 31st, 9.23 p.m. This is Karen. Go ahead, Karen. I've had that problem too. And, um, <laughs> Poor Karen. And she's just like, I don't see that. I don't, you don't have that contact. You don't have it. I'm like, I do. Like, Karen, are, and like are you? And she said, <laughs> this is I have to do it like uh, four times. And I'm like, then finally she gets it. And she calls the person. It's just like, wow. Okay, so maybe they're imaginary mm -hmm. friends like mine. Okay, go ahead, Herbie, and then I'm going to quickly do it. You know, does do anybody it. have problems with Siri if they're wearing a mask? Like, you know, I don't know if it's because I'm running the beta, if it was an internet issue, but like today I was trying to call MetroLift Dispatch, you know, that's how I have it labeled for Siri. And she sits there and goes, I don't have a phone number for Herbie named Dispatch. Would you like one of these? It's like, okay, I don't even know how you get my name out of MetroLift Dispatch, but so I don't know if it's her being difficult or if, or people, if she just doesn't do well if you like you're wearing a mask. So I'm just curious. Okay. Well, so I guess Freddie and Karen were not wearing masks when they made these commands, but yeah, we've been <laughs> observing these problems with. No, this no, is Elisa. Okay, go ahead, Elisa. That happens to me too. Like if I'm trying to call you, Sonia, mm -hmm. and I accidentally want to call you, it calls somebody else. And I'm like, I did not tell you to call that person. I said call right, Sonia. Yeah. yeah, you do so have I, to really calling, articulate yeah. clearly. All right. All right. Anybody One else? One workaround I do have though is I will add, like I do add some contacts to my favorites. So that way, you know, I can quickly get to some people without having to search for them. So that's, uh, you know, at least one quick way of calling people with uh, bypassing Siri. So. 
Right. And if the person has like a difficult name, you can just make like a nickname. And we've talked about yep. adding nicknames to a contact. And then that way you can just, you know, call it by that and maybe she'll respond better. So anybody else with a new question? Iris? Go ahead, Iris. Hi. Um, I have a problem with my dictation of when I want to send a message or even when I want to you know, write a comment on a post or whatever, it totally mixes, it says things, repeats things that I never said back to me. It's really weird. Uh, and then I give up. I'm so frustrated. Or sometimes when I'm texting, it only takes like a part of my message and it stops at that point. Hmm. Yeah, it doesn't do the whole, like the whole message. It, it completely cuts me off. And this is not even very far into it, just like a pretty, I mean, because there is a time, you know, I, I was dictating a kind of long message today and it kind of stopped. Uh -huh. And then you have to, you know. Oh, yeah. Do you know about how long after? Uh, I, I, it'll beep. It'll beep. And then I just, you know, continue on, start another dictation. I mean, yeah. it's all part of the same message. I mean, yeah, there is like a limit. You just, but I know we've talked about there is like a way to, uh, extended I forgot what the trick was when somebody on here talked about it one time about or you can even if you're are you just using you're you're using dictation not Siri we're talking about dictation so yeah when I when I'm sending a text message or even when I when I want to post something on Facebook you know yeah yeah that kind of thing yeah there is there is a limit you know it'll pause and then it'll hopefully it'll but you're saying even when you if it's not, not far yeah not too far into my messages yeah, yeah. I also notice that something so depending on my earphones sometimes earphones the wired ones mm -hmm. tend to cut me off i don't know it's a, the connection i have on my phone that's another problem though i'm sure besides yeah yeah you got to make sure that there's no you know that that's a good connection there maybe try it without the headphones because usually the headphones improve it because it really oh yeah without the, the headphones forget it. it's going to mix everything up even yeah, more <laughs> it reduces the ambient noise and that's a better way to do it so mm -hmm. anybody have any thoughts for iris why is dictation not working but she does translate some of it or just not, not, not at all or what? I mean, um, it depends. Some days it, it totally mixes, like it says, words that I didn't say, it, it, you know, that maybe yeah. like it to Siri. And then I get frustrated. But then other times it might work. Um, okay. Maybe it has to do with the updates. <laughs> yeah, Hi, this is Sarah. Go ahead, Sarah. Um, I have the same problem. And I think my phone just doesn't like me because I'm very <laughs> high tech. Um, but I have a seven. And, you know, I think the seven's going on its way out. And hey, I have, uh, sorry, I, I don't mean to interrupt you. But I have the seven as well, seven plus. So there you go. Okay. Well, <laughs> I was told that this was its last year and, then, and that um, Apple was, you know, I mean, it's not going to say it's not going to support it, but that it wasn't. And so my, when I dictate, it it'll just sort of like it'll dictate half my message leave off and half the words are wrong and just erroneously wrong or it'll put it'll recreate a sentence the way it thinks it makes sense and it it's not at all what i said so i think it it may be the seven is on its way out 
because it's been an increasing problem for me. Okay, wow, so I'm so happy not, you told me this. Really, I'm not the only one. It's not you. It's not just you, Iris. She doesn't like Sarah either. Okay. Okay. Great. okay. All right. All right. <laughs> well, okay. this is okay. Final question, comment. We're gonna. This is Freddie. Um, yes. I, I um, wanted to comment um, when I'm doing dictation on a project or something. I'll I will. Uh, read a sentence and it'll it'll totally cut off the sentence and won't read it out and i won't know if if i put it on you know if i put it there or not but then later on you know it'll be there oh yes yes i noticed that too um okay. yeah we are gonna have to i there was a little fix that somebody came up with aside from the people with the sevens i'm gonna have to go back and look at that Okay, guys, that brings us to the end of our call. Thank you so much. Thank you, Michael. And uh, we will hope to see you on, uh, like I said, Thursday at Trekkie Talk, Friday for the iBug at the virtual movies. We're watching Amadeus. Please come. It'll be a beautiful, lots of beautiful music for those of you who like music. And uh, let's see. And we are going to start reading our book, The Curious Charms of Arthur Pepper, DB 85,718. All right. Thank you all for participating and we will see you soon. All right. Good night. Okay. Good night. Good night. Thanks thank everybody you. for coming in. Thank you everybody. Uh, sorry, Sandra, San, uh, Sandy, can I ask you a question? I'll hold on one second. Okay. Um, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Yeah.